Thank you so much for tuning in to Good Morning Ladies with Candy Bryan. I am so excited to be back on with you ladies. And Mo may not know this, but we have called this our road trip, Mo. So, you know, we were going to have a little fun with this journey to shutting down fear and anxiety over the next 90 days. So we first introduced this series as a 90-day road trip. That's a really long time for a road trip. (laughs) Amen. That's an awesome road trip to take, though. Great. <laughs> and our guest today is Mo Midlow. Mo, say hello to the ladies. Hello, ladies. I'm just so grateful to be on your show today. Thank you, Candida, for having me. Oh, absolutely. And I, I want to go right into kind of where we're going, where, we, where we've come from on this road trip. So the first podcast, you know, we decided there's been a war waged against the body of Christ and the women that are tuning in from the comments we see and from just personal friends that I know, we want to walk in freedom from fear and anxiety and the amount of comments that are just listed on the podcast. It really blesses my heart to know that the ladies, they're listening, they're turning to the word of God. Um, So I'll just do a little recap and then Mo, we're going to turn it over to you. You started out with a key scripture for God has not given us a spirit of fear but of power Mm. and of love and a sound mind. And so I told everyone, pack up your your goodies, pack up whatever you want to wear and bring it on this road trip. Get in the car, come with us because we're going to be going down this road and we're going to hit some bumpy roads, some mountainous areas, Mm -hmm. some desert area, but we'll come back to green pastures. And by the end of this trip, this journey, we are going to be walking in freedom and victory. Amen. So that is our little kind of having fun with it. So every time we have a lady on the show, we invite you to get in the car. (laughs) Amen. And bring anything you have for us to to just unpack it. And and we're just so excited to have you. So Mo, you have a ministry. It's called Unforsaken Ministries. You are um, also a book author. You're our first author that we've had on the show. So, Oh, what a blessing. I'm grateful (laughs) to be here. Yes, I do. I have a ministry called Unforsaken um, Ministries, and that is my, it's actually my writing and teaching ministry, but then we have a um, ministry for women called Unforsaken Women, and we are, our goal is to help women renew their mind in the Word of God and to help um, women locally and globally, just women and children. So we do that through our different missions for single moms and their kids, and we have ministry for widows. We have a widow support group. We help single moms with pretty much everything you can think of, enrichment scholarships for their kids. We have a man training program in which we help them um, help these boys who maybe don't have a godly influence in their life. These men treat, you know, give them life, get, teach them life skills and all kinds of things. We help with utility assistance, all kinds of things for single moms locally here. And and then we have a school in Haiti that we support where over 100 wow. kids get a Christian because of the giving of the women, unforsaken women. And I'm just so, I just absolutely love our ministry. I'm so thankful that God gave me it. And I'm, I'm just very honored and humbled by it. So yeah, yes. just love helping women and children locally and globally. That's my, that's my mission. So. Oh um, my goodness. Well, you know, let, let's just invite the ladies into this conversation and the Holy Spirit. So ladies, if you would just join in in the power of agreement and let's just set our minds and our hearts to open up to the Spirit of God. So Father, I thank you for this time that we have with Mo and just yeah. hearing the word that you've given her to set the captives free, God, to bring healing. And so Father, I thank you that every woman 
listening, would be blessed, would be set free. God, we thank you that chains are breaking and lives are being transformed, God. Through the power of your word, we lift up your name, Jesus, and we thank you for your precious Holy Spirit, God. We thank you for this mighty time and you, God, in Jesus' name. Amen. So I do have a couple questions for you, Mo, and I want to tell the ladies how I actually found out about you, and I was walking down the stairs, basically running out of the house in the morning like we, like I do almost every morning. <laughs> yes, yes. With my five-year-old and the TV on upstairs was on TV 45 and the TV downstairs was on TV 45 and I was just about to hit um, power off and I saw, because it was on mute, so I didn't even know what was being said. I yes. just saw overcoming anxiety on the bottom of the screen yes. and it was within the first couple of days of the podcast and I said, Thank you, God. I'm going to contact her. I don't know if she'll call me back, (laughs) but hopefully she will want to talk to the lady. So you have a powerful testimony. Can you tell us a little bit about you and your journey? Yes, God is so good. Um, Well, I actually did not receive Christ until I was a mother of two children at the time. I, um, my young, my son, Travis was one years old when I accepted Christ. I was a young adult. And so I've been following the Lord for about 20 years now. And, but growing up, I, a lot of people think when someone has anxiety or fear or something, um, some kind of stronghold of the mind, they think there was some kind of traumatic event or something that must have happened that would have caused it, you know, and, and, and really quite honestly, I I came from a really great home. I had wonderful parents. I had a great big family. I always had lots of, um, sisters and, and a brother around and, and I really had a great life. And, um, but I quite honestly can never remember not worrying. Mm. It's just the way that, that my brain seemed to always go to the what ifs in life. What if this happened? What if this happened? And so when I was little, it was, it was, um, the what ifs of a child. I mean, I worried about everything from losing my parents when a child really shouldn't be thinking about that all the time. I thought of everything that could possibly go wrong. I was always thinking of and um and it was funny because my poor mom I always I always joke about what my mom my mom didn't understand it I was really the only one of my sisters and brother that that struggled with this and and I would say you know I would just be standing at the door waiting for my dad to come home every day and my mom would be making she'd be like Maureen would you stop worrying you're going to give yourself an ulcer you know and I'm most short for Maureen but you knew you were you were in trouble when you heard Maureen right it was like Maureen you're going to give yourself an ulcer and then I would be like what is an ulcer? I don't know what an ulcer you know. So it was just, you know, she just really didn't know how to handle me, the poor poor thing. I feel bad now. I'm like, um, but it was, you know, it it kind of morphed into other things in, in my teenage years. I, I sort of um became a perfectionist and very obsessed about um my weight, about issues that that um, I really didn't need to be dealing with in my mind. And I just didn't know how to get control over my obsessive thinking. Mm-hmm. And I did not understand that it was not God's will for my life to worry until I was at my first Bible study. And these women, I finally um, went to a Bible study with a friend who kept inviting me and kept inviting me. We, our, our boys were friends and I thank God she kept inviting me because I just wanted to play. She, our boys were buddies and we just liked to hang out. And so she kept going to Bible study on Thursdays and then it would really ruin our play day. You know, I was like, well, you know, and she kept saying, why don't you just come with me to Bible study? And, and, um, 
till she finally one Thursday said to me, how about coming to Bible study with me? And she, I said, no, 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 you go ahead. And she said, there's coffee there. And I was like, well, okay, <laughs> Say no I more. guess I'll go, you know? And, um, I, the first day I went to that Bible study, you know, the only Bible I had, I had been given, um, in second grade when I, I think I finished second grade in Sunday school, my parents took us to church, but I didn't understand a relationship with Jesus Christ mm. until I was an adult. And they talked to me about a personal relationship with Jesus. And, and, you know, a couple of the ladies at the group said, you know, Mo, the word says that we don't have to worry. And I thought, you know, well, you know, it's great for you, but I worry, you know, that's what I just do. You know, I don't mm-hmm. know how to not do that, but they sort of started showing me scriptures that I could meditate on and memorize. And, and boy, I bought what they were selling and I never looked back. And mm-hmm. the word became everything to me. And so I couldn't, I kept developing more of an insatiable thirst for the word of God and wow. just studying it. And I, I recognized, I was like, oh my goodness, I, I want to be in this word. I want to memorize this. I want to, something about it is giving me peace. And, you know, it's what the word says is the, um, it's the peace that passes all understanding. You can't even yes. understand what gives you peace because it's supernatural. It's God. And so that right there was like, oh my goodness, this is helping me. And so really my walk with Christ and my overcoming of anxiety has been, the Lord has shown me different techniques. The Lord has shown me different um just different practical and spiritual things that I needed to do to overcome. And, and I, and I'll tell you one thing. I, I know that probably many people that are listening may take antidepressants or they may be on an anti-anxiety medicine. I've never taken anything for my anxiety. If I went to the doctors when I was at my height of my anxiety or, or really any time through my life, they probably would have put me on something. And if I really was honest about what I was struggling with in my thinking, they would have just put me on any kind of medication. But I thank God now that that yes. I really didn't. I, I, you know, the Lord showed me that He is a great physician, and we need to give Him a chance at first to show us He made our brains. He, you know, He He is the one that created us. He created His Word, and the Word says He sent forth His Word and healed them. And so, you know, I believe, I truly believe that. We're all given a, we're all given a test in our life to create our testimony. Mm, You know, we're all given that God shaped hole. We're all given that God shaped hole, that thing in our lives that only God can fill. And so, you know, if I had, there were plenty of times throughout my life, I tried to fill my anxiety with other things. I did. I tried to fill it with popularity. I tried to fill it with material things. If I could just shop a little while, I could take my mind off things. If I could just, you know, spend more time trying to be the best person I could be. If I could just, do you, do you know what I'm talking about? These are things that we we try to do in our own power. And you know what God calls those in his word? He calls those idols. He calls mm, those idols. Good. We try to do something to fill that hole. And that hole can only be filled by God. And so and when we do that, we're always going to feel empty. We're going to feel okay for a little while, because it's, but it's a temporary fix. And we still, it's like band-aiding something that has to be dug out and healed correctly. We can't just band-aid it with these other temporary fixes. They are idols in our lives. So we have to cast them off our hearts. And we have to let God reside there. And his word is what will heal us. His word is what he sent forth to heal us. So if my journey with the Lord has been, okay, 
what does your word say about this? What does your word say about this? And it's just fixing my eyes on Jesus, never looking back when, you know, and he, you know, I've heard people say to me, you know, oh, you never worry, Mo. And I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. Don't get me wrong. I'm tempted to worry. I'm still tempted to worry. Our brains still go. The enemies love to tempt us to do these yes. things. But, you know, if, if the word says, do not be anxious about anything and then we go ahead and we be anxious about something it's actually we're in disobedience right so I have to remind myself okay the word says do not be anxious about anything well this is anything so I have to be obedient and I have to say Lord I have got to cast this this on you because you care for me your word says cast all your cares on me because I care for you okay Lord I got to cast this on right now so you know he's taught me different things because I do struggle with very um, being very obsessive. I don't do anything small. <laughs> when I you know, when I do anything, I do it huge, and it, that's just part of an obsessive personality. That's just me. I'm very. That's just who I am. I work very compulsively. It's just, um, but God has shown me different techniques of how to actually place my thoughts at the cross and not pick them back up. Do you know what I mean by pick them back up? That's good. We, go ahead, please explain because we're we're just all ears right now. I call this, I, you know, in my book, I talk about different techniques techniques and, you know, it, and this is one where I just, it's, it's casting it at the feet of Jesus. And we all are tempted. We'll, we'll do that. We'll be like, okay, Lord, you said cast our cares on you. So, okay, I'm casting it on you. And then 10 minutes later, we're like, but I'll take it back now. Lord. Mm, like, that's good. About it for 10 minutes, but I'm going to take it right back. But the Lord showed me how to just, how to just leave it at his feet. And sometimes I've, like, I've had to teach myself to just make, make a little cross with my hands and be like, okay, I left it at the cross. I cannot mm. pick it up. And it's my mental reminder to not do it anymore. I, I taught myself this so many times that, you know, I don't have to make the cross anymore. I don't have to do that anymore because I'm like, no, I gave it to him. I'm not picking it back up. And so much of it has been developing my trust in him. We, we have to develop our trust That's that good. God, that God can handle whatever we are dealing with. He is the God of the universe. I mean, he put, he put the planets in alignment. He created everything. He made sure that our heart pumps blood to our veins and our mm-hmm. vessels. He, like he's the Lord that knew how to create life inside of us and create babies. I mean, if you, if you're ever struggling in your faith, have a baby. I mean, oh my goodness, that like grows your faith. Like yes. When you take that child <laughs> and you think, uh, okay, there has to be a creator, right? I mean, it's such pure amazement. And I think that God that does that, you don't think that God can handle my financial problems? You don't think that God can handle, yes, oh, true. what am I going to do? My husband's struggling at work. What if he loses his job? You don't think that our God can handle that. You don't think our God can handle my child isn't feeling well. Oh, what if something happened to my child? Okay, God's got them. No, he's got all of us. He's got us so tight. Yes, and um, we have to just develop that kind of trust where it doesn't matter what it is. It doesn't matter what it is. God can handle it. And that right there, the whole key. And, the, you know, I, that's why I'll tell you, God gave me the name Unforsaken because I had to get over the fact of a lot of our anxiety comes when we're alone, right? You know, when we're, when we're with other people, sometimes we can kind of turn it off for a little while and we can kind of distract ourselves. But when we get alone, those voices start and we start getting like, oh, what if, what if, if only this hadn't happened and what if this happens and that's when it starts. But, you know, when you can realize that 
God's promise that I will never leave you. You know, he says to Joshua, Joshua 1, 5, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Yes. As I was with Moses, I'll be with you. He says, I will never leave you nor forsake you. When when God says never, it actually translates there, never, no, never. Mm, wow. Wow. You're going to have to so, say that again. Yeah, when when the word says that he will never leave us nor forsake us, it actually translates, I will never, no, never leave you nor forsake you. And I think that that's funny. That's really good for us warriors, okay? Because we'll be like, okay, God said he'll never leave me. And then two seconds later, we're like, oh my gosh, what if he leaves me? He said, <laughs> yes. no, mo, never. Like, <laughs> no, never. Like, no, mo, never, okay? Never, no, never going to leave you. Never going to forsake you. We can't send him away, y'all. That's we so can't good. send him away. We can't disappoint him away. We can't, we cannot, he is never going to take his spirit from you. When you have made him Lord of your life, when you are a saved, born again, baptized believer, following him, he's never leaving you. And so when we know that the God of the universe lives inside of us, there's nothing that we cannot do and we can do That's it in peace. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I'm t- I can't keep up. I'm writing. I'm taking notes as you're talking. I love that. Never, no, never. And you you keep referring to the practical steps. And um, I did ask if you could share a little, just a little um, passage from your book. I just think that, you know, that we have to have you back, first of all. I hope that you will come back again soon oh, on the show. Yeah. Um, but for sure, there's so much, and it's so rich what we're talking about here. And you hit on so many different things. Um, I loved how you said we develop trust. I think yeah. a lot of times we we can you know beat ourselves up, and condemnation comes in when we feel like we don't have this big faith, or we miss the mark, and, yeah. and we didn't believe like we should have believed. But faith, uh, trust is developed. It's a journey. Trust is developed, and you know that's my that's pretty pretty much the beginning of my book. It talked about you know um, it, it just talked about. To develop trust in, in anyone, it does. It takes time. You know, I didn't trust my husband like I trust him today, the first day that I met him. I didn't trust, you know, you don't trust people like that. And with the innermost parts of your being, I mean, God wants us to give him everything. He wants, he already knows it. I mean, he already knows our thoughts before we think them. He already knows the words that are going to come off our tongues. He knows how many hairs are on our heads. He already knows it, but he wants us to trust him with all of that. Yes. And so what it is, is it's baby steps. Okay, God, I'm going to trust you with this today. Okay, God, I'm going to trust you with this. And, you know, and it's, and it's like, it's literally been a walk of learning to trust him from faith to faith to faith. And, and as we grow in that trust, and as we grow in that, you're just like, listen, God, you know, I always think to myself, uh, that Beth Moore has said this one time, and I learned this from her and I loved it. She talked about her worst case scenario. She said, she said, you know, when you're a worrier, you always think about that. Everybody has that one worst case scenario. Okay. Like, you know, maybe it would be like losing your child or whatever would be like the absolute worst case scenario. And she talked about, you know, she knew what hers was and she felt like one day, like she was really just struggling in her thinking. And God was like, okay, Beth, let's go there. And she was like, what? Mm. You know, like, I was like, okay, let's go there. Like we've been here a billion times and I've told you I would take you through it. And, you know, and, and she just said, she kept, she kept saying, okay, God, and then this would happen. And he'd say, okay, and then what? And she'd say, <laughs> and then this would happen. And then what? You know, and she goes, and I just kept going. She goes, and then it got to the end and it was like, and he's like, and who would still be there? And she's like, you. Mm. And, uh, 
and and he goes, would you be okay? And she's like, yes. Like, okay, if I'm still there, you're going to be okay, Beth. Like, it's like, that's the whole thing. Like, if our worst case scenario happened and we still have Jesus, we have everything. Yes. We have everything still. We have that's him so good. Yes. And so, like, anxiety is always that, that ugly little piece in our brain that wants to go to the worst case scenario. Well, here's the thing. We carry Christ. So at any of our worst case scenarios, which none of them ever even happened, we've dreamed them up so horribly in our right. that life couldn't even happen that bad. I mean, but it's like, the thing is, is we have to remember if we've got God, we can overcome that. And we will be able to overcome it. So. Amen. Oh, that is so good. I did want you to share a little, did you have something from the book that we could just having this vehicle here. We're all girlfriends. We're on this trip. Give us something that we could take on this road trip. Well, every one of my chapters talk about something different, a different um, thing that will, that will help you hopefully with your anxiety. I talk about, um, you know, your first steps in overcoming, obviously developing trust, casting down idols. There's so many times in our lives that we've developed idols. We don't even realize Mm -hmm. our idols that God wants to fill. And when we can finally you know, cast those down, we can allow him to heal us and our confidence. So anyways, one of the chapters is called stay in the moment. And I think that a lot of us with anxiety really struggle, like enjoying the moment with God. We get, we get caught up in our past mistakes, which is totally the enemy because when God says he's forgiven us, it's already at the bottom of the sea of forgetfulness. When we ask once for forget for forgiveness, God God forgives us immediately. It's the enemy that likes to draw off our past and make us feel condemned. When the word says there's no condemnation for those who are in Christ yes. Jesus. So sometimes we get stuck on the past and then there's times when we get worried about the future. So, you know, it's like the the truth is, you know, the past is the past. We can't get it back. And tomorrow is not promised. So what we have is today. And so I want to just read to you a little part that I have in there that says, all that's real is today. Mm. A phrase God once supernatural gave me, supernaturally gave me is, trust and obey all that's real is today. You see, if the if-onlys of the past and the what-ifs of the future have a way of robbing us of our today, we can become so preoccupied with the guilt of our yesterday and the mystery of tomorrow that we miss the present tense joy God is trying to shower us with today. We have no power over the past, but to forgive others or ourselves. And we have no power over the future, but to trust God and obey him. Then we can actually begin to recognize that if God be for us, who can be against us? Mm-hmm. Romans eight thirty one. We can actually be free to abide in the present, knowing God's grace is sufficient to get us through anything we face. We can begin to live peacefully with a spirit of confidence, knowing that no matter what has happened or may happen, God will never take his love from us. Never, no, never. So, yeah. so good. So, yeah, that's from my stay in the moment chapter. And that's, there's just techniques in there to teach you how to stay in the moment. And, and, you know, I just, I just pray. It's just my heart's desire that, that through this book, I, you know, when I wrote it, my reason for writing it, writing it was, you know, I had the church I was attending at the time. I kind of created a little workshop. I wanted to help. I just wanted to help people. God actually spoke to me. The Holy Spirit said, help women think right. And I, I thought to myself, I felt like God said that. He, like, help women think right. And because you know why, Mo, you don't think right without the word. 
I don't. We do not think right without the word of God. So Mo, help women think right. Mo, help women learn how to renew their minds in the word of God. Help them learn how to do, how to think right. And so I sort of put together a little um, overcoming anxiety workshop. And so when God called me home to write and teach, I took what I wrote for that workshop and I put it into a book. And God is so good. He um, he had plans for that book. And he it's I, the Lord blessed me with a national book contract. And it's just it's just so exciting. So um, but I just thought, you know, I just want to help women. And, you know, that first that first time I, I taught the workshop, we had over a hundred women in there and I thought, Oh my goodness, this is so needed. You know? So, oh, so good. it's, it, you know, we just, as women, we just have that. We, a lot of us, we really, we, men get it too. Men call it stress. I think it sounds more manly than worrying, you know? <laughs> so, so, you know, they call it, it's really, men call it stress. We call it worry, but it's really, it's not God's will. It, it, it's for freedom yeah. that Christ has set free. Therefore, you know, don't let yourself be burdened again by a yoke of slavery. We aren't slaves to fear anymore. We are free and we need to walk about in that freedom. We have to take that freedom. And, and, you know, it's, it's a journey. It's about taking that freedom. It's about trusting in him. And it's daily being an overcomer, daily being an overcomer. And, you know, Every time we, every time that we overcome with him, we get stronger. Yes. We get stronger. And so, you know, it's just, it's a journey. It's a walk. And I I just pray you'll take that walk with me. I pray as many people will take that walk with me so that we can just, just have that supernatural peace that God wants for us. Well, you've given us so much. This is so rich. And I wrote down, it's something I'd been thinking on and meditating on as I've been reading God's word. You know, what, what this podcast has really done is really transform me. <laughs> um, you know, Aww. we do this. So that that's what listen. happens. Yep. That's what happens, right? I'm sure that was happening when you were doing your workshop and writing the book. And it's just oh. the accountability to the word. I, every Every day I, I come on and I say, all right, before our feet hit the floor, let's, let's meditate on that scripture for the day. And here I go, you know, up and something's, you know, can't find my daughter's socks and, you know, she's, oh, yeah. you know, we're running late and I have to stop because I said to myself the other day, I said, wait, I'm rushing out of the house in anxiety. And what have I been talking about on the podcast? It oh, really yeah. driven me to um, just dive deeper in his word. And something you said, I wrote down about forgiveness forgiving yesterday and trusting for tomorrow. And I just think that that's something I've I've been meditating on is just making sure that there's no condemnation that's holding me bound to the past. And so we're going to have to go there, I think on another podcast. And for the time we have with you now, we would love, love, love for you to close us out in prayer and any last thoughts you might want to share with the ladies. I would absolutely love to. And, you know, it's, I'll tell you, you could have an awesome show about forgetting what is behind and pressing on towards what is ahead. You know, that is some of my favorite stuff in the word is forgetting the past. Don't dwell on the past. He's doing a new thing, you know, good or bad. You know, we got to get ready to do a new thing with God. Candida, thank you for having me on the show. Ladies, thank you for tuning in. And I just, um, I just feel blessed and honored anytime honored anytime that I can serve God in this capacity. So thank you. I will close this in prayer. Heavenly Father, we just praise you and thank you in Jesus' name, Lord, your precious name, the name that is above all names, God. We just thank you for your precious Holy Spirit. We thank you that your Holy Spirit is our teacher. He is our counselor, God. 
I just thank you for the secret place of the Most High where we can go and we can we can all go and dwell in the secret place of the Most High somewhere that we can get every day, somewhere just you and me, Lord, just just personal where we can just sit and talk with you. And Lord, you always show up. You are always present. And, and it says, if you look for me and search for me with your whole yes. heart, I will be found. And God, I just thank you that, that these women are wanting more. They're wanting more. They're seeking, they're pursuing God, and you are being found by them. Lord, I pray for the peace, the peace that passes all understanding to guard the hearts yes, and Lord. minds of all of these women listening, Lord. Lord, I pray that they are able to obey what it says in the word. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything. Everything means everything through prayer and petition with thanksgiving. Lift up their requests to you and the peace that passes all understanding will guard their hearts and their minds in Christ Jesus. Lord, guard their hearts, guard their minds. Lord, I pray that they can guard their hearts and minds, Lord, whatever they need to Stop watching on TV that's giving them anxiety, Lord. Maybe yes. there's certain music that's bothering their spirit that they need to stop listening to. Whatever it is, Lord, maybe that, maybe they, whatever they need to do to guard their hearts, Lord, that they can do that, 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 that your, that out of our heart flows the issues of life, Lord, and we do need to guard that. And I thank you for that. God, I thank you that you dwell in our hearts, Lord. We thank you for that because when you came, Lord, the second you came, never again will you ever leave us, Lord, until we walk through glory and we see you face to face. We thank you that you will escort us into glory. And we thank you that your word says, I will never leave you. Yes. Never, no, never leave you nor forsake you. Thank you, Jesus. We thank you for that. God, I pray right now for Candida. I pray for these women. I pray that this road trip that they take, God, that it will be one that is about in freedom, God, that yes. every mile they take will be a new freedom, Lord. Thank you, it will be a new, just, just old, the old behind and the new to come. I pray that, that you're saying, Lord, I'm doing a new thing. And can't you see it? it? I'm making a way in the wilderness and, and streams in the wasteland, Lord. I yes. just thank you for that. I pray for all of these women to be able to just say, I went a whole day without worrying about anything. That, yes. that is the beautiful goal right now for some women to have one full day of no worries. God, I pray that for someone today, whoever that is, God, I pray that someone's able to take a fast right now from worrying for one day tomorrow to say, every time worry tries to creep in, they say, no, I'm fasting worry in Jesus name. And they go about their day and they start to learn how to actually renew their minds. The word says, do not conform to this world, but be transformed by the renewing, renewing of your mind. We get transformed to look like you, Jesus, by renewing our minds in the word of God. Make these women more like you. Make me more like you, Lord, every day. Make Candida more like you, Lord. We love you, Lord. We praise you. We thank you. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen and amen. And we cannot let you go without letting the ladies know where they can find out more about your ministry, the resale boutique, and also the book. Where can they find the book? Yes. Oh, that's wonderful. You can find Overcoming Anxiety, your biblical guide to breaking free from fear and worry on any, um, you can go on Amazon, you can go on Google Books, you can go on barnesandnobles.com, any of those. And I actually have the actual book in our store. It's in a lot of different bookstores, but I'm not sure where and when all over the country. So um, your best bet is to order it online on every, boy, I'll tell you, everything's on Amazon now, right? But you can go on and get 
online, or you can actually buy the book uh, at Unforsaken Treasures Resale Shop in Oakland, Florida. That's our new store we just opened up to support the mission, and that's um, very exciting. You can go on our website, um, unforsakenministries.com, and you can check out everything that we're doing, where, where I'm speaking, and the different missions that we support, and you'll get to see a little bit. It'll link you to our new page for our store and all that sort of thing. So. Oh, that's so good. Overcoming anxiety. Our guest, Mo Midlow. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And I will, um, I'm going to actually have you stay on the line just a second so I can make sure I post the link um, and get the information about what to post on there for you. But I thank you. We all thank you for sharing your heart, your book, the ministry. We're praying for you and for God to just um, continue to enlarge your territory and impact more women and more people. So ladies, thank you, thank you for for joining in today and listening to Good Morning Ladies with Candy Bryant. We want you to come back and please share the podcast. Follow, 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 and leave your comments if today you were blessed. Mo, thank you so much. Thank you, Candy. Take care.